That is correct. That is correct. That was an alert. The alert means Dunlop MX3S front tire is back. Holy crap. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey everybody, thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading this episode. This is the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. This is your one-stop shop podcast for all the no BS info about parts, accessories, dirt bikes, and everything in between. This is the show, guys. Thank you for joining me. We got a lot to talk about today, but first things first, let's pay some bills. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, Gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and of course, free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. Come on! It's easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. Do your shopping over there. Leave in the notes section that you listen to this podcast. It helps us a lot, so we thank you. And of course, fly racing. Get your gear, get your socks, get your hard parts, goggles. Yes, they got it all. Flyracing.com. I'm a huge fan of the 2020 stuff. I've actually been wearing black gear, and I never wear black gear. But I really like this black colorway and the light hydrogen that I've been wearing. I love it. So I recommend you guys go buy it. And when you do, take a photo of it while you're riding. Send it to me on my Instagram, at kkeefer120. I would love to see you rep and fly racing. And uh, I just love the gear, man. It's comfortable stuff. Starting to cool down a little bit. So there's a lot of choices. You can go look at all of those choices at flyracing.com. Do yourself a favor and look them up. It's fun stuff. Good company. And, of course, you guys know I'm all about the people. They've got quality people over there at WPS, so go check them out. Thank you. Racetech, talk about quality people and great service. Go to Racetech, Racetech.com. Suspension services, revalves, springs, bushings, oil, seals, engine work. They do it all. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I will get you in touch with Chris Riesenberg over there. Get you guys a discount. Save yourself some money. Get a more comfortable ride or a faster engine. It's a win-win. Head over to Racetech.com and see what they have to offer for your bike. But I guarantee you guys will love the work they do. Because uh, I've had, I don't know, four builds so far. And Racetech has done a wonderful job. So check them out. And of course, mention my name when you email them and get a discount. Pro Taper, hey! You want a more comfortable bar? You want an SX race bar like the one I use on my test bikes? Head over to protaper.com. 
get yourself a pair of bars, and have a more comfortable ride. Take those crappy KTM stock bars off of your bike and put some Pro Tapers on. There's a reason why Husqvarna did. Thank you, Husqvarna. ProTaper.com. Check them out. As you guys can tell, if you can't tell already, I am psyched. I am pumped. I am excited. Why? Well, today, guys, I was at Paris Raceway, I think the oldest track in Southern California. I'm fairly certain about that. And Dunlop had us all out today, all the media out there, to test their new MX-53 series tires. Holy crap, it's been a minute since Dunlop came out with a brand new intermediate to hard terrain tire. And I had a lot of fun today. I had a lot of good feedback for you guys. See if you guys want some new tires. See if this is the right tire for you. But this is an initial Prussian podcast. I was excited to get this out to you guys. So I rushed home, got in the studio. And this is basically a rundown of what I felt from the Dunlop MX-53 line. But that's not why I'm totally excited. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram... I am so psyched because Dunlop is bringing back, drumroll, MX3S tires. woo <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hello. You guys listen to this podcast. God, you guys know I bitch and complain about the MX33 front tire and how I'm not a big fan of it. And how I wish I could just buy up all these MX3S tires. Well, I got an announcement today. Rob Fox over there at Dunlop. Good dude. God, he's a good dude because he just just really hit me with this information today. I could have hugged him. But I didn't think he really wanted to hug. So I didn't go there. But nonetheless, Dunlop is bringing back the MX3S front tire only. I'm good with it. I don't need a rear. I like an MX33 rear. But... I love MX3S front tire. They're bringing that size back. 80, 121. They're on the boat. They're shipping over here. So you guys should be able to buy those things, I don't know, let's say a couple weeks, very soon. So not only did I try MX53, but I also got the great news today that the MX3SF is coming back. Gosh dang, that's a great day. Heather's going to come home tonight. I want to be in a great mood, and she's going to ask why, and I'm going to tell her about the tire, and she's going to go, wow, that's why you're excited, because of a freaking front tire? I'm like, yep, that's why. I'm a front and steering guy. I like to have some bite. If you're a soft, loamy type of rider, that's where you guys go to ride. MX3SF is great. Do it. Get it. Thank me later. But hey, we're talking about intermediate to hard pack today, and Dunlop introduced the 53. You want to know something else? Not a big fan of the 52. Tried them. We tr- actually, we rode with them a lot at Dirt Rider Magazine, and I was like, I told Dennison, I go, dude, we can't be riding with these things because it sucks. It's no good. Like, average maybe weekend warrior consumer, I can think about like saying, oh, yeah, it's probably okay. But if you guys are hardcore like me, you like to ride two to three times a week, you want some front-end traction, hell, you want some rear-wheel traction, the 52 wasn't all that great. And I'm not scared to say it. Uh, I don't know if the Dunlop guys completely bought in on the 52. But to me, I'm happy with 
this new introduction of a tire, MX-53. On paper, it looks really good. If you guys go look on my Instagram, there's some shots of the tread and just a different pattern. A lot of uh, different features on these tires. We did an introduction today. They did the rundown with it. And uh, yeah, so a lot of new features from Dunlop. And I'm happy to to get some information back for you guys today. Uh, again, it's not so much a durability podcast and letting you guys know how well it holds up. But I at least wanted to get something up for you guys so you can hear how I speak about these tires. It's been a while since Dunlop, like I said, has introduced a new intermediate to hard terrain tire. So Dunlop really went to work and their spiel today was pretty much, hey, this new 53 tire is going to work in a wider variety of conditions, not just intermediate to hard terrain tire, but now we're moving it over a little bit to some soft terrain, which is good news. So for those of you guys out there riding a soft track for practice, right? You guys are out in practice. It's deep and loamy. You got nice ruts. Everything's perfect. You're like, great. You know, almost any tire would work decent, right? I can't make my mind up. Should I throw a 33 on there or a 3S or should I put a 53 on there? Well, now that we're in second motos, it's hard packed. The ruts are choppy and square edgy. That traction has kind of disappeared about 2 p.m., Man, I really wish I could just put one set of tires on that worked in that a wide variety, okay? That's what we all talk about on this podcast is, can I push it? Is it predictable? Will my bike do the same thing? Can I have track toughness? And track toughness goes hand in hand with rubber, plain and simple, There's two things that I need on a motorcycle. I don't need a fast-ass engine. I don't need it. Look, all the production bikes out right now are pretty good. 250, 450, it doesn't matter. Two strokes, 125, 250, it's all, they're all pretty fast. I need good suspension so I can handle what the track gives me. And I need good rubber. I need good tires. I need to hook up while I'm leaning. I need to come out of a corner and be able to hook up so I can jump this jump out of a corner. It's very important. I had a little bit of a taste of this when I raced the Nationals this year. I ran a Dunlop a front spec tire. Amazing. For those of you guys that have never even seen or ridden with a, a spec tire, what these guys race with in Supercross and outdoors, it's unreal. They do not last, of course, so they can't really sell them to the public, probably because of that and they're expensive to make. But I get so much lean angle traction, it's unreal. It really opened my eyes. I haven't ridden a spec tire in many, many years, and Dunlop had a really good front tire. So I got to run that while I'm racing. So it really opened my eyes to when I went back to a production tire of, man, there's not really any good intermediate tires out there. I've went through a lot. I've had Michelins, I had Pirellis, I went through Dunlops, even the Hoosier. There is really good soft to intermediate tires out there, but there's not one intermediate to hard terrain tire out there that just got me excited. Like, yep, I'm going to stock that in my shop and I'm going to put that on my test bikes. I've always just ran soft terrain tires. I'm like, yeah, I'll suck it up when the track gets hard. I'll 
you know, just going to roll with it. Well, now I feel like without giving this whole podcast away early that I feel like we're going into a direction that is much better with Dunlop's 53. Again, I've been very critical of their 33 tires. I'm glad that we get to talk about something positive today with their 53, and we will discuss the good points and the bad points in this podcast. But what exactly did they change? So with the MX-53 front, they use a horseshoe-shaped cluster of knobs, a little bit different. And what that does, it acts like a giant claw to dig into the dirt. Dude, that is very important when it comes down to hard pack dirt. There's not a lot there to dig from, right? So when you have a design, a knob, or a, a horseshoe-shaped um, cluster of knobs, right, that's going to want to dig into the dirt. It made sense. I kind of looked at that pattern today. I'm like, before they even said anything in, the, in, the, in their spiel this morning, I was like, wow, this thing has to really dig in. It feels like, to me, way the knobs are shaped that would really want to bite into that hard-packed terra firma. So what also is cool is the middle knobs, the portions of the middle knob, the center tread, okay, they're hollowed out. It's very cool. And what that does, it creates less, like, I don't want to say less, but maybe right. Maybe there is some less stiffness in that carcass for a better, more absorbent, more compliant tire. For those of you guys that are not super up on tires and the compliancy and the carcass feel, that's also very important. I do a lot of production testing on new production machines, um, notably a, a Honda CRF450. And when we do New Year models, a lot of those complaints come from me because the MX33 was just a stiffer carcass. You know, Dunlop heard the complaints of the consumer about the MX3S because some of you guys out there were bitching about, hey, my knobs are chunking. I have, you know, four hours on my tire and the knobs are chunking. Again, very tough to make a tire that has <laughs> performance and durability. It's tough. You got to have one or the other. You got to know which consumer are you. You want some lean angle traction or do you want a tire that's going to last you six months? Okay. Well, that six month tire. It's not going to do shit for performance. It's not going to have good lean angle traction. It's going to wash out from underneath you. And when you when you go into a corner and you lean, you're going to go bam, boom. I talked with Brock Glover today from Dunlop. Smart dude. Haven't talked to him much at all in my whole career. But we talked about tires. And we talked about how he rides. And we talked about what he looked for in a tire. And he was very, uh, he wasn't the corporate Dunlop guy when I talked to him. He was like, look. I was a fan of MX3S tires, and, and I was bummed out when they, when they went away because I liked that feel. He's a front-end steering guy. He's excited about a 53 tire again. You know, and we talked about the old 756RR tire and how much I like that tire and how I wish Dunlop would come back with a race replica tire again. So very intelligent person, smart, and he was objective in the right areas for me where it made me believe, like, hey, he's not – so corporate that he's blind to see what works and what doesn't. So it was a nice conversation. And uh, for me, compliancy is very, very huge, especially when you have all of these chassis going more rigid. All right. We're building these chassis to go more rigid. And especially the Honda, this new 18, 19, 
And even the 20 chassis on the Honda is a rigid feeling chassis. So I want to get some more compliancy. Well, where can you get that? You can get that in the tires. So that was the difference between an MX3S tire and an MX33 tire. I got longer life from the 33, but less carcass compliancy. So now we're talking about this 53 where we're going back to some of that compliancy and they're using a lot of different materials where they're kind of weaving in that new advanced apex design technology that Dunlop has. That creates the comfort but yet spreads the forces across the tire in a wider manner. So that leaves us with a more comfortable feel. Look, we can sit here and talk about <laughs> the technologies and all these things that Dunlop has come up with. But I really just wanted to get with you guys and just speak about the performance and if this tire is something that you guys could be interested in or not. We're going to talk about that here. If you guys want to know more about this stuff, I want to write an article over on pulpmx.com, and you guys can view that, and we'll talk more about the technology behind the 53. But let's just dive into this thing. So... I didn't get to put the tires on. Dunlop mounted the tires, so I can't speak about the ease of mounting. I will be putting a couple more sets on my test bikes after this bracket shootout, so I will talk to you about mounting. But from what I've seen and what I've felt, this rubber is very soft and it shouldn't be a huge issue to mount. So there's only been a couple tires in my time that I have had a real bitch of a time to mount, and those are the cheaper side of tires where they're a little bit harder, the carcass was harder, but usually most tires are fairly easy to put on, so just know that. So right on the track, let me just tell you about Paris Raceway. Again, gets pretty ruddy. It's a tighter track. There's a couple, actually two fast straightaways. You do a lot of from wide open to breaking hard into corners. Uh, fairly loamy, deep in the morning, lots of uh, deeper mud pockets and ruddy, and then it gets hard pack within, I don't know, three to four hours of riding. And then what happens is you got these California truck drivers, these water truck drivers that water the shit out of the jump faces, and at Paris there's a lot of jumps leaning to the side. So... As you're coming up the faces of these jumps, you're trying to lean because the course is going um, a different way as you're jumping. So there's a lot of lean angles even when you're not cornering at Paris Raceway. So a good place to have a tire test. And I will give a shout-out to one guy, Clark Stiles. He was a Supercross rider. If you guys remember him, the Alabama Slamma. He did a lot of racing early 2000s, was very good rider. Um, Team Subway Honda. He is the test guy over there in the Proving Grounds at Dunlop Back East. Very smart guy. He's calculated. When you talk to him, you know he's thinking about stuff. And uh, I like Clark a lot. So they have a quality test rider there that I know um, had something to do with where the location would be for us to test. And of course, West Coast. I know you guys are going to bitch a lot about our condition. But for this, I think it uh, it warrants a good review for where they had it because it's an intermediate to hard terrain tire and Paris gets that way. Dunlop recommended 13.5 in the front and 12.5 in the rear. That was a recommended air pressure setting. That's what I went out with first. And again, deep, loamy, high traction. Wasn't 
awesomely stoked on the tire at first because coming out of a corner, hard on the throttle, and of course you got these ruts that are new and fresh and deep, I felt like the rear tire rolled a little bit. So I felt a little bit of too much squish in the rear tire. There was a couple acceleration bumps that the tractor guy missed or just lightly added dirt over. So they were still underneath the ground, which weren't visible, but I could feel it. Well, I could feel it a lot more with the 53 because of the squish. I would accelerate out of a corner and I could feel the the rear tire kind of flex and wallow and then hit these square edge bumps and then I could almost feel my rim. So immediately I went back to the truck and I was like, okay, that doesn't feel right. I checked the air pressure and I decided, okay, I'm gonna try 13.5. So now I'm at 13.5 in the front and the rear. I go back out. Course is a little bit more uh, broke in, a little bit more established not as deep in the corners, with still a lot of hard pack out of the corner. So what do I notice first? Of course, I'm a big front-end steering guy, so what I notice is on throttle while medium lean. Well, what is medium lean, Kiefer? So now you're going down a straightaway, that's straight, middle knob. Medium lean is when you have a sweeper, a slight left or slight right, and you're leaning, but you're not on the very edge of the knob on the side. So this is where I have a big problem with a 33 and even a 3SF is on medium front tire lean on throttle. This is where this MX-53 shines. I can push up the faces of jumps while medium leaning up the face and leaning the bike in the air. This is where my bike, and I rode a KTM 450SXF today, where it's stuck. This is not the KTM strong point when you're on throttle and medium lean. It's kind of, uh, it doesn't have that planted feeling in the front. Well, now with the way the front tire carcass feels, and of course now with the new knob shape, I feel like my front tire is not going to just slide off the face of the jump while I'm accelerating up it. So that right there was a huge positive for me. I was thoroughly impressed at that. There are several jumps like that at Paris Raceway, and I never once thought, hey, I'm going to slide up the face of this thing and really have a bad time. For you scrubbers out there that like to scrub, you'll notice that this 53 bites into the ground, and it could be tougher for you to scrub jumps. But for me, it's in a more positive way. When I initiate my scrub, and again, I'm not gnarly scrubber guy over here, but I know how to scrub a little bit. I feel like it's a more positive, I can feel the knobs into the ground and it's a more positive front end feeling. I like that. So if you guys are looking to break your front end loose off of a face of a jump, 53 doesn't do it that easily. Uh, Second point that I like a lot about this front tire is front braking. When I come into a corner very hard and I'm on the binders hard on the fork, this thing doesn't slide very far. And I use that word slide because that's an important feature when you test tires, how much force you're using the brake and how much this tire slide. There's not a lot of slide. There's a lot of bite in this tire. Again, huge positive for me on the front tire. I'm already in on this thing more than I am on the 33 because of those two features right there. 
I can brake later into a corner, and that 53 front tire will stop me sooner than a 33. So I like those features a lot. Now let's talk about lean angle traction, extreme lean angle traction, coming into a rut. There's a couple things I want to note here. When you guys see, and it may not show up in photos when you go to other media outlet site, this front tire looks taller and skinnier. Like, very, very noticeable. The front 53 tire looks skinny. It's the same. It's an 8121, but the way the profile, is and the profile is and the symmetry of this tire makes it look very narrow. And I asked about this, and they said, yes, it is a little bit narrow. But what I'm taking away from this, just on the track, I had, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes in me, underneath me on the track, and I felt like I didn't get hung up on the front tire with the side knobs as much as I did with a 3SF. I love the way a 3SF initial lean is. I can get in there and it bites. But sometimes when I'm leaning into a rut, the side knobs can, I can feel the other side, the lean side of the rut and get caught up. This 53 tire, it has a freer feeling in ruts. And I've never really said that when I talked about tires. I never really experienced it until today. But that's what I put in my notes the first time out. I, I feel like the front tire has a freer roll feeling under lean inside ruts because of the way it's shaped. Super weird, but man, super noticeable for me. And I did manage to go back and back today. I didn't tell the Dunlop guys, but I stuck a different front tire on at times and went back and forth. 33, I didn't have a 3SF. I went on a 33, and to me, hang up in ruts, was much less on a 53. I like that free-feeling, extreme lean feel in ruts. So hopefully you guys can follow along and understand what I'm saying. But how I can paint the picture for you guys is if like you're going into a mud rut and you can kind of see like someone roosted it and there's some mud inside of the rut or, or the mud fell inside of the rut and you kind of get a little bit hung up. Well, that's what at times I feel with a 3SF and a 33. Well, with this 53, I don't get that feeling. And once I'm in a rut, the thing has great lean angle traction. I'm not saying like it bites as soon as a 3SF because I feel like, to me, change of directions on a front tire like a 3SF is still better than a 53. But what I do like about the front tire on the 53 is it's predictable. I know when it's going to break loose. I know what it's going to do. Even when the track is watered and shiny, I can understand it. And that's all I ask for with my tires. I'm asking for some performance, but I'm also asking for my tire to be predictable. That's fine. You want to break traction on this certain lean? That's fine with me. Just let me know that all the time. That's what I expect from my front tire. If I could talk to him, that's what I would say. No problem. You can't do that for me? No worries. Just make sure you can't do that for me every single lap so I know where it's at. That's what the 53 does for me. I like that. I like that it's predictable. Way more predictable than a 52. Way more. 52, I couldn't judge it. It was like a bipolar wife 
She's throwing knives at you one day, and the next day she wants to have sex with you. You're like, holy shit, who is this thing? That is a 52 front tire to me. The 53 is just a stable, nice lady that greets you at the door, and you come home from work, and you're like, wow, I got that same one every single day. That's a 53 front tire. So kudos to Dunlop for making a predictable front intermediate to hard terrain tire. That's my initial impression of the front tire. A little bit about the carcass feel. I complained about the rear carcass feel under load, under throttle coming out of corners. I almost feel like the carcass is stiffer, which it could be, and I don't know the the facts behind it, that the carcass feels stiffer on the front tire versus the rear tire. I feel like the rear tire has a softer, pliable feel versus the front. So, Still better carcass feeling in a 33. I don't get as much of a rigid feeling as I do on a 33. And I, like I said, I went back and forth. And that KTM chassis, I put that 33 on, and I feel it's a little bit stiff at times when the terrain gets hard pack. No bueno. That 53 gets you a little bit more compliancy. I like that. I also like in the soft stuff, it doesn't wander, it doesn't hunt and peck. Like I still feel like it's predictable in those areas as well. It doesn't have the lean angle traction like a 33 or a 3SF has on super soft, deeper conditions. But that's not its intended purpose. It's a little bit of a soft tire, front tire, but it's more of an intermediate to hard terrain. That's what we're working with here. So just know that. Hey, commercial time. Stay loose. Bear with me. Listen to the commercials. Save yourself some money. Thank you. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They're on board with the KieferIncTesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6DHelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was 
little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end... Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, chris at keyferingtesting.com, and I've got one for you. Save some money. Vertexpistons.com. Head to fmfracing.com, get some swag, get some shirts, get some hats, get some hoodies. Use the code KEFER19. Save yourself some money. The weather's changing. Time for some new clothes. fmfracing.com, do it. Firepowerparts.com, you need a battery, you need a chain. Heck, do you need some oil? They do all those things. Go to firepowerparts.com, choose your poison quality products great stuff i use them over here in my test bike so i know you should know that they're good go over there check them out firepowerparts.com you have any questions about them hit me up chris at keyferingtesting.com there you go we're back we're talking about rubbers dirt bike rubbers now the rear tire again once the 13.5 psi was installed I say install like I installed the air. But once I went up on the PSI, the tire got more predictable for me. It didn't have that squishy, uh, I want to say just like a squishy, wallowy feel on those square edge bumps. Because, man, I could almost feel my rim. And I was like, ugh, no good. But I do like the 53's forward bite. Forward bite is I'm in the corner. I'm getting ready to straighten up the bike, and I give it throttle. It pushes me forward in a quick manner. There's not a lot of wheel spin on slick to hard surfaces. And we had a little bit of both today. We had dry slick and then we had wet slick. Um, Trust me, 
the water truck the water truck driver made damn sure we had some wet slick and again pretty predictable in the rear once 13.5 was installed but i like the way it shot me out of corners and stayed and kept my bike straight there wasn't a lot of side to side movement i still feel like the rear carcass is a little bit soft with 13.5 but i managed to try to go up and i didn't like the forward bite when I went up to 14 PSI. So I would recommend staying between that 13.5 to 12.5. If you guys do not feel that squish that you're talking about, like I'm talking about, then by all means, go to a 12.5 reading. But I went to 13.5 because I think I'm digging in. I'm leaning in uh, the corner a little bit harder, and I'm really trying to push that tire, and it liked that 13.5 reading. Uh, For me, again... Braking is high, high up. I love the way I can use the rear brake. It doesn't slide very far, and it grabs the dirt very well. If you like to pivot your bike with the rear end, or you're a rear end steering rider, man, you may not like this because it actually sticks to the ground very well. It doesn't break traction, even in hard pack areas, very easily. A lot of you guys are rear and steering guys. A lot of you guys like to swing your rear end around and it can slide. And some of you guys like that in your tire. This tire doesn't do that very easily. I really had to force my brake slides more today than I did with a 33 rear. So that's not, for me, I like that feeling. That's not for everyone. I understand that. But for me, if you guys like to have that positive digging, I'm going to lean over this bike and I want it to bite and I'm going to give it throttle and I feel like it's squatting and it doesn't break traction, that is this tire. If I'm trying to come into a bull corner and use my rear brake to pivot and swing it around, it's a little bit tough to do and it can be a struggle at times. So just know that. And uh, I understand that some of you guys over there on the East Coast don't get a lot of that, but West Coast guys, we do. So just know that going in. Uh, Another thing that I really liked about this rear tire is just the way I can ride the top of a berm. So you have these berms out here that are fluffy and soft and almost silt-like. And then two feet below it, you have this concrete. Really hard to feel when you have a 33 rear tire. It's really hard for me to judge if I want to bury it. And then it's hard for me to feel that rear tire digging in and starting to transfer over to that hard stuff. Sometimes I still feel like I'm in that soft stuff. And then it transfers over that hard pack uh, below that soft stuff. And I wash out because I'm pushing too hard. Well, I can feel the transition in dirt very well with this rear tire. Again, I am super sensitive to tires, but maybe you guys don't feel this. But I like the consistency that I get Going, going from one type of dirt to another in a hurry. I appreciate that. I appreciate it because I can feel it. Again, predictability is what I am looking for. I like that. Now, we talked a lot about the positivity of this tire. What about the negativity for me? So right away, I feel like it's a little bit of an unbalanced feel from front to rear at times, not around the whole track. Like I said, rear tire has a softer carcass feel even with the added air in there. And the front tire has a little bit of a firmer feel, but enough comfort that um, I could hit square edge front tire first and not get a lot of deflection. So for me, 
I still feel like the front end is a little bit firmer of a carcass than the rear. And maybe that's just me. I need to experience more with the air pressures, and I will. But I just noticed that usually on a set of tires that the carcass feeling is equal from front to rear. This was a little bit different of a feel. So maybe it's just me. I got to ride a little bit more, get to more tracks, experience with some air pressures. But I just wanted to let you guys know that because I felt that within the first hour of riding this thing. So what I do know is this 53 will be available here within a couple weeks. They are getting ready to ship, or if they are, they're already there at their dealership, so um, it should be available soon. I do not have the weights for you right now, but I'm going to weigh these tires and see how much they weigh. Dunlop didn't specify on weights that much today. I don't know why. I know that's semi-important to you guys. Unsprung weight is important to a motorcycle, so I will weigh these things and... uh, get back to you guys on keferinktesting.com so you guys can see the weight differences between the 33 and the 53. I actually didn't notice that much difference, you know, in unsprung weight today um, between the 33 and a 53. It wasn't something that just stood out to me like and that grabbed my attention. So uh, I don't see that being a big issue, even if it is a little bit heavier of a tire. So um, good first day. Out on these tires, kudos to Dunlop for making a pretty good intermediate to hard terrain tire. Again, durability, longevity, we're going to go to work on that. We're going to see if it's chunking. I know some of you guys are worried about that. Let's try to blend that performance slash reliability into our article over on keferinktesting.com. Another cool thing that I forgot to mention as well, guys, they're offering a 120-90-19 rear tire size. Most other tire manufacturers just have 120-80-19s, and that's what I tested today. But with a 120-90-19, you'll get a little bit more comfort on straight line, as well as when you hit square edge and braking bumps, you'll get more comfort from a 120-90-19. That's why you see a lot of the Supercross guys go to that size, because when they hit those whoops at speed, the squish has more comfort. You're not hitting... You can run a lower tire pressure, basically and not get as much squish because of that tire size is different. You have more to work with. So for me, I like that forward bite on a 120-90-19, so it's nice to have Dunlop finally go that direction when Dunlop didn't offer that size for us normal folk out there. So they only give that size to the top Supercross guys. So nice that they're going to offer that. So there's some choices out there for you guys. Dunlop will offer this tire in a wide variety of sizes, from 65 all the way up to 450, so just look out for that. I will get some pricing on these things. Of course, that stuff always varies. It doesn't matter what Dunlop's MSRP is because Rocky Mountain will have a price. Uh, You go to Chaparral, they will have a price. You go to BTO, they will have a different price. So just look. I recommend going to Rocky Mountain because they have a good price, but MSRP isn't a real big factor because that doesn't mean that's what the set price is when you go purchase them over at RockyMountainATVMC.com. So we will get back to you with more information over at KeyFringTesting.com and, of course, PulpMX.com. But there's the first impression of the MX-53. Very good tire. If you guys were to ask me, Kiefer, what are you going to run at Glen Helen Vet National, you know, all day long? I'm thinking, and I'm going to test this, I'm going to try a 53 front with 
a 33 rear. I want to see how that is at Glen Helen because Glen Helen is sandier in the morning and then gets baked as hell in the afternoon. And of course, I will try 53, 53, and then I'll try a 33, God help me, 33 front and a 53 rear, and then I will try a 3SF front, 53 rear. So there's going to be a lot of combos that I'm going to try over the next few weeks and get back to you, and let's see if we can blend an awesome combo for you guys out there that maybe normally you guys wouldn't do. Look, there's not a rule book out there that says you have to run a 33-33 or a 53-53. You're going to go with what has the best performance, what feels good, what has the best lean angle traction for you, and maybe it is a different combo. Maybe Dunlop has a combo that we can unlock and really set this world on fire <laughs> and uh, get some knowledge out to you guys, and you guys can run it. So I'm going to try to do that because I feel like no other media outlet's really mix-matching 33, 53, or 3S with a, with a 52 even back in the day. No one's kind of getting to that aspect where it could actually work. I've done it before with other brands, and it actually worked. So I'm going to work on some of that and get that back to you guys. And we'll do another podcast about mix-matching tire brands. Don't mix-match gear. Mix-match tire brands. That's my new slogan. So thank you guys for joining me. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. You guys want to know more about the Dunlop MX-53 tire. If you guys didn't hear it here on this podcast, chances are I'm not going to say much different on an email. So, But if you guys do have a question, maybe I didn't cover it, hit me up. I'm happy to answer, and that's what we do here. And, of course, support the advertisers that support this podcast. It keeps this sucker up and moving. Hopefully we get some more of those advertisers back for 2020 and maybe a couple more. Hmm, that'll be nice, right? There's a couple companies that I love to work with that are not part of this podcast. I'm going to really try to get involved with for next year, so hopefully they will. But it's going to be a busy week this week. We have 450 Bracket Shootout. A lot of things coming down the pipe on KieferInkTesting.com. So very busy week here. So make sure you always stay tuned every single day. Go click on that website and see what is up. And, of course, don't forget PulpMX.com. I do stuff over there as well. Hey, if you haven't listened to Show 400 from Steve and the guys over there at PulpMX, holy shit, that is awesome. Do yourself a favor. I listened to most of it on the drive to the Dunlop intro and then on the way back. It is classic. RV is pure gold. He is awesome when he has some Tito's up in him. Jake, love the guy. He takes his time. He's articulate. But RV just takes over the show, man. He just doesn't give a shit. He interrupts everybody. AC's trying to make a point. He doesn't care. He's going to talk. RV's going to talk about what he wants to talk about. So... Very fun show. <laughs> Congratulations, Steve and Pookie, for on show 400. Fun to listen to, and hopefully we get more of those suckers up and rolling. Let's make it to 500. That would be awesome. So thank you for supporting us. And, of course, if you see me at the track, come by and say hi. Let's talk. Let's talk about your bike, tires, whatever it is, relationships. I'm here for you. I love it. I love dirt bikes. I love talking about them. So let's talk. Thank you, guys. Be good to each other. See you soon.